to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. Um, what is that? That's when I bring on a new, uh, I'll bring on a guest that I had on in the past that I liked him so much I had to bring him right back on. Um, so Phil, uh, Phil Abraham, the CEO over at Cloudface, is today's guest. Phil, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to get um, more into uh, what we're doing today and, and talking about cybersecurity. But before we do that, I don't want the, the audience has grown pretty big over the last year, and uh, I don't want to assume some of our new listeners heard the heard the previous episode. So let's just start out with you uh, getting a little bit further into what you're doing over at Cloudface. Okay, sounds good. Um, well, Cloudface were a very disruptive technology, and we're currently working on disrupting the U.S. healthcare system from end to end, and we're also working on disrupting the cybersecurity industry. And we've become the one of the leaders in cybersecurity and healthcare, but in cybersecurity, um, we're dealing with cybersecurity at the level of being quantum-proof. And so most people don't understand uh, the real the dangers with quantum technology, but we happen to be quantum proof. So we're better and faster than the quantum, and we know how to disrupt the current cybersecurity. And most of this is driven off the fact that people are being instructed to buy off-the-shelf cybersecurity software, and then their company gets hacked. Mm. And so... Um, I make it my point to get out there and educate people to let them know what is the good cybersecurity tools, what are the bad, and what should they be doing to protect themselves against the quantum. So, Philip, um, I, I think that's a great transition. Let's um, let's talk a little bit more about cybersecurity and what um, what businesses should be thinking about in that planning. Well, sure. The um, you know there's so much to discuss on this topic. You know, one thing is cost. How much money should they be spending? Should mm -hmm. they even consider ROI, return on investment, on their cyber investments? And how, how do they break away from the traditional sales pitches that sucks the cyber executives and professionals in? And, mm. you know, how do we get them onto a platform where they can hear the other side, hear why they should think and look at cybersecurity in a different way. The other thing is the impact on the whole organization. We are currently really leading in the area of supply chain, merging supply chain and cybersecurity. So while everyone thinks cyber hacking is coming from a disgruntled employee, our research shows it comes from the supply chain, the extended reach of the supply chain and vendors. And what we've done is we've created a solution to merge supply chain and cybersecurity. So current cybersecurity executives, they need to be looking at solutions that will protect 
outside of their operation as well as inside their operation, in addition to looking at cost. Um, so those are a few things. So where do you find, I mean, I love the fact that you, you bring up the um, the executive that has to make these decisions uh, and, and, and it's their job to manage it. I mean, where do they find, like, how are they best served in terms of tools to help educate them on this? Because this is like, it, it changes fast and, and like what you're saying in terms of the quantums, I mean, everything is, it changes pretty quickly in the, in the whole cybersecurity industry. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, here's what gets me in trouble, but you know, obviously the CISOs and other cyber executives, mm -hmm. they're going to go to all your traditional cyber conferences. Yep. I happen to be against that. But that's where they go. They don't know where else to go because that's mm -hmm. all that's available to them. That was it. And, but and just as a side note, yeah. Phil, so that, that's, Phil, that's what I was thinking. So I'm like, all right, so I'm sure there's some conferences or something else. And I didn't know which way yeah. you were going to go with the answer to that question. But I'm glad you said that because I'm like, if everybody's at the same exact spot, go ahead, Philip. I, had to, I yeah. had to say that. Yeah, well, so watch this. Everyone's at the same conferences. Yeah. The sales reps are selling the off the same. That's trip. what I was thinking. And then their company gets hacked. <laughs> so I'm over here going, I know everyone's going to get mad at me, but I'm not going to that conference. Why would mm -hmm. I want to go to the conference where they have a 100% failure rate? You know, there's a reason mm -hmm. the whole United States government's being hacked, all branches of our military, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, they're all completely hacked. They might not want to admit it. They're all compromised. All the corporations, General Motors, Ford, these guys are all compromised. So if the military is compromised and the government and Google and Amazon, why would you want to go to the same conferences and buy that same software? Not me. So, you know, I step out of that world and, you know, we're quantum proof. I like going with the out-of-the-box thinkers like myself, the guys that have a track record of building really creative tools that has a long, I have a 40-year track record of building things that are superior than everyone else's. These are the kind of people you want to seek out and hang out with if you want to stay cyber safe. And so, um, so what, kind of, what kind of companies did you work with? Well, currently, for good or bad, I am really deep inside Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. and I'm in the highest level of the cyber government is all I can really say on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm in Washington, D.C. a lot. I'm working with the most advanced quantum-proof solutions in the world. And um, and for the business so, owners that are listening, yeah. so there's a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, executives on the line are, that are listening to this podcast. And, uh, and so when I ask that question, I mean specifically like do, what size of company you like work with. So if somebody's listening to this, and they're obviously not the government. They're going to be – they're going to own businesses. Um, what kind of uh, companies do you like working with just so they know that if they follow up with you that they're a great fit? The, what, your question was what size companies? Uh-huh, yeah. Do you work with small yeah, businesses? Like work do, you work with with do you work with large businesses? Well, do you okay. work with just enterprise? Do you work with – yeah, so somebody well, I work, if you're a good person to follow up with. Oh, well, I've been really bred and uh, spent most of my life working on extremely large companies, large enterprises. Mm -hmm. But I've made it my point uh, to take in – spend some of my time with the small and mid-range because, mm -hmm. to me, it's all cyber problems. 
So whether it's a small company that needs my help or a mid-range, um, you know, that's what I do. But I'm also working with big companies like IBM, and I got a meeting in a few days with General Motors to discuss how we're going to protect these connected cars. And, of course, I'm working with major, major branches of the government. But I like the small companies and the medium size. So I can cover awesome. it all. Awesome. So, Phil, if somebody is listening to this and they do want more information on CloudSpace, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Well, a couple ways. My website is cloudspaceusa.com, and um, I don't know if I'm allowed to get my number out, but it's 248. Please, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, my cell is 248-756-1688, and they can, you know, get a hold of me. I'm on LinkedIn and stuff, and um, I will get back right away with everyone, and I'm excited to help any or all of your listeners. Awesome. Well, hey, Phil, really appreciate you coming to the show today and sharing more about your background uh, and all the great work that you're doing over at CloudFace to keep businesses safe. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Um, if you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Um, oh, oh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We just started that this year. Money Matters Top Tips. Leave us some comments on the video. Let us know what you thought. Um, and uh, Phil, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you very much.